Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always here is my husband E. Hello. Well, hell, it's been a while, <laughs> hasn't it? It is officially 2021. Thank the fucking gods for that. But man, what a year it's already been. <laughs> I'm so sorry about the long ass break we took, but it was much, much needed. And we have a slew of episodes planned, which we will be batch recording here and there, yep. and we should have at least three weeks from this point um, ready and posted every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for you guys. Absolutely. Uh, bonus episodes are normally posted on Mondays, sometimes on the weekends, really just Whenever they happen. Whenever. To happen. I don't I don't give notice of those episodes generally. They just kind of happen. <clears throat> and if you're subscribed to the RSS feed, then you get them. Otherwise, Absolutely. they're kind of surprises for anyone who like wanders in and checks out. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh well, I think that with how much of an absolute shit show of a year last year was and well, how chaotic this year has already started off. I think that we should start off the, the year and the podcast with something quite special, don't you? Sure. <laughs> well, this bottle is uh, something else. Still trying to figure out what. But we have it. E got it. I did. I don't remember having too much of a say in it other than be like, hey, baby, I'm getting... Okay. <laughs> hey, I use proceeds from my various hobbies to get it, so... I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. So, um... um... Without further ado, we are going to be drinking Lock, Stock, and Barrel 18-Year Rye Whiskey. Yep. Uh, we'll get down to that number here in a second. But first, it is a 100% rye mash um sourced from alberta so the same folks who do whistle pig yeah. yeah um this was aged in new american oak that is charred for 18 whole years up in canada mm -hmm. so it's not one of those pseudo rye whiskeys that canada likes to come out with it's it's legitimate this mm -hmm. time damn it um this is actually bottled at cask strength which is surprisingly low for cask strength. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And it is bottled by the R.J. Cooper & Sons uh, Company Distillery. Want yeah. to look at the bottles to verify? Nope. It just says Cooper & Son. Not a... Not distillery? Not distillery. Um, so... You, you say that it is a surprisingly low proof for barrel, for cask strength. It is 54.5% ABV or 109 proof. Yeah. Which, surprisingly enough, um, one of the other ones that we uh, reference in a later podcast is 108 proof Excuse from you. MGP. But also, like, think of, <laughs> think of, like, uh, Jack Daniels barrel proof items, which can get up to, like, the 130s. Oh, yeah. I mean, in compared to that, it's incredibly high or yeah. incredibly low. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not out of the realm of surprise for for whiskeys, especially from Canada. Yep. Um, okay. Um, brace yourselves. I bought this bottle at the lowest price that I have ever found for what this bottle is. 
and I spent a lovely $200 on this whiskey. Yeah. So my husband, who who gave Canadian whiskey, Canadian rye, oh yeah, Canadian drinks in general, shit, and I still a few will. episodes ago, I still will dropped two hundred fucking dollars on this bottle. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> since we're going there, since we're going there, this does not have any sugar added. This is not light whiskey. This is not whiskey with like 2% rye in the mash bill. This is a 100% rye grain mash bill. And it is aged as if it was in the United States as a rye whiskey. In my heart, in my mind, in my soul, this is a legitimate rye whiskey. Oh, I know. I just got to fuck with you a little and, bit. <laughs> and it even says that it is a straight rye whiskey, which mm. has all sorts of lovely designations. Yep. Oh, and see. But yeah, I just, I gotta fuck with him. Cause <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. Because, like, we argued. And, like, you guys heard the condensed argue. You heard the, 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 the much more civil debate that we had. Because we, we went on for a long time prior to re-recording with a more, like, level head. And he went out and spent $200 on Canadian whiskey. Which, okay... Goddamn, whistle pig, boss hog, Alberta, right? Theoretically, yeah, it is five hundred fucking dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. For the the uh, was it Magellan the number seven? I don't care. It's all bullshit. <laughs> the, you mean that? Uh, hang on. No, here's what I could say about that. Boss hog is a premium product priced at a premium product. It is not sold at like BTAC prices. Uh, Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. And then flipped for that level of price. They are retail that you have the ability to get it at retail pretty much anywhere. And I actually give them props for doing that. I still think it's obscene. It's obscene. Yeah. But they're trying to beat the secondary market in the way that they do it. Well, that's because that is the secondary market right there. (laughs) Oh, shush. Um, All right. So, like, in general, I love rye. I love rye. I really do like Canadian rye. And we've gotten a couple of Alberta ryes before. That were delicious. And they're absolutely amazing. We've never had issues with Alberta rye. Um, Plus, this one. And how often do you see an 18-year-old cask strength rye? Yeah, exactly. Really never. Um, We were gracious enough to receive a sample of an MGP rye at 18 years, uh, Redemption the Ancients. We were lucky enough, yes. not gracious enough. Someone was gracious enough to provide us Yeah, example. that's the words. I'm good with words. <laughs> um, and that was mind-blowing. So to have an opportunity to get a seemingly affordable, in, in context, 18-year uh, cask strength rye, I couldn't turn it down. Yep, affordability is very subjective for that. Um, 200 versus 900? Yeah, no, that's definitely affordable compared to that. <laughs> um, I have only had a tiny sip of this, like, when we first, first bought it, and it was in comparison to something else, which I don't I don't recall. It was the Ancients. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I don't remember what I thought of this, and I may have an opinion. And on I that fully price. accept <laughs> if you have an opinion on that price. Um, and frankly, that's okay. Yeah. We already have the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter what I think. Moving forward, we have it. And that's that. But just know, you're also fucked if I like it. Oh, we'll get more. Because then we have to get more. Yeah, I'll do the, the scrounging of the internet to find another bottle of it, but... Because I I definitely don't have qualms with really, really pricey bottles that are genuinely worth their price. Like um, a 2018 George T. Stag that someone... I have no shame, okay? That someone did a treat yourself on and spent $400. That was say, not me. But I have to say... I will never spend that much on George C. Sack ever again because it is not fucking worth it. It's still damn good. And it you're is happy good. to have it. It is good. But I would rather buy four baby stags. Or six. Or six baby stags than one daddy stag. I wholeheartedly agree with you on yeah. that one. I think that for the most part, the bourbon community feels the same way that George T. is amazing. But Stag Jr., can hold its own against it yeah. a lot of the times. But yeah, 400, I have <clears throat> I have very little shame with that wallet bleed. Um and um as a preview for a later podcast that is going to be even more hilarious is um we might have a 16-year Canadian rye that we're going to do as well and this one uh it's made by Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a podcast for another day. Yeah, we do. We do have that, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. So um, I guess with all of that being said, <sighs> and that little teaser, that little treat, knowing what this bottle is, what we paid for it, shall we take a break and then get into the nosing and yeah, tasting? Yeah, we'll be right back. Cheers. Okay, I just have to say, our little, like, glass... Tink is like so shitty last few episodes because we're using little little itty bitty baby glens. The, the, t- the taster glens. Yeah, so they don't make as pretty of a of a glass mushy sound as like the big the big guys do. The crystal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into the nose. Yes. Okay, I <laughs> I, I love the nose of this. It's it... it's not overly oaky. It still has that rye spice. It literally smells as if you opened a bag of rye, uh-huh. like rye flour, and just like buried your face in it. There's more to it than that, but that's the the rye spice that I'm picking. Yeah, up on there's it. a lot of really kind of raw, earthy barn door woodsiness and rye spice, and like brown sugariness to it. You can tell on the nose that it's old. Just- yeah. There is definitely a funk. I stick by my barn door. Yeah, barn door is a great way to put it. (laughs) And frankly, we can comfortably say we know what what it smells like to stick our head into a giant bag of rye flour. Because we've got like 100 pounds of rye flour in a bucket right now. Yeah, the baker in you says when it's $10 (laughs) for 25 pounds, you buy them out. Yeah. Um... (laughs) It, it is, this has definitely got a unique funk. Yeah. So I don't, I don't smell anything fruity. No. I smell sugar. I smell rye. I smell wood. Um. And 
I think it's just there's so much age to it that it's so difficult to find anything else in it. So it reminds me a bit of the uh, the Rhetoric 23 that without having uh. that without having the rubber tire smell. Like if that was a rye without rubber tire. I mean, like if it just wasn't what it is. Oh yeah, I mean, like if you take it and you it reduce the age, it's a completely different thing. You you end up with it just being rum. Yeah, if it was like <laughs> five years younger, like didn't smell like fucking burning bike tires. There's a lot of similar funk notes, is what I'm getting oh, at okay. for the age. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you want to get into this? <laughs> what you mean, this conversation or the or the whiskey? The whiskey. <laughs> I get. You know what? Sure. Sure, let's get into the tasting of this delicious potential whiskey. Oh. Okay. If you're not a licorice fan, this is not for you. Because there is a little tiny bit of licorice there at the end, like anise seedness. I'm going to say a very, very weird statement. It starts off with rye spice, and then a punch of oak, and the finish to me is like drinking apple juice through a black liquor straw. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't... There is this really, really weird kind of apple cidery hit to the finish of it. Yeah. I, I personally am digging it, And but... the rye... Is definitely throwing out mm-hmm. dill and anise. It is. And it's so gentle. The finish, it lingers. It does. Oh man, does it linger. There's nothing tannic about it. There's no acrid flavors. There's there's no drying on the mm-hmm. palate that a lot of over-oaked things have. And for 18 years... The oak is, like, nearly a whisper compared to the rye spice and the herbaceousness of the product. The nose, which was all, like, funky barn door, no, none of that comes through on the palate. This is a wild ride of a whiskey. My question to you is, do you think that it is overpriced for what it is? After having tasted it. Okay, so if I tasted this completely blind, mm-hmm. I would say that this is a good, like, 60 to $70 whiskey. Okay. Knowing that it is 18 years. Yes. And to age shit and keep it in a barrel for 18 years is obscenely expensive. Mm-hmm. I think 200 is more than acceptable for it. Especially for a 18-year rye. Yeah, absolutely. Because those are very few and far between. Yeah, I think that, personally, this is a fantastic rye. It is not personally my favorite rye, mm-hmm. because I prefer my ryes to be a bit more aggressive. That's fair. And this is this is very gentle. This is very... Um, loving, almost. It, it does. <laughs> it, just, it hugs you, and it gives you loving. It just kind of... Velvety slips back. There's no off flavors. There's no aggressiveness to it. It doesn't burn. It's not overly spicy. It's this 
beautiful rye herb garden apple orchardy weirdness. It is. Um, I guess the best way to describe my emotional state while I'm drinking it. Imagine you have that pair of jeans that you've had for 15 years that are just broken in so beautifully. I think that's about what it's like. That you just you're, it takes a lot to get to this kind of a point, but damn, it's enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, it's very, it's very soft. <laughs> um, I think this goes to show that I, I've had a theory for a while, and I'm gonna rant for about 10 seconds that rye can be good young, in the like three to four year range. It can be really good in the older ages like this. And in the 10 to 12 range, they're fantastic. I can't think of an age range where rye doesn't do good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't disagree. There's, I can't think off the top of my head, a rye whiskey that I've tried that mm -hmm. I haven't at least enjoyed. Yeah. Not a matter of I tolerate it or eh, it's okay. No, no, no. I really have enjoyed nearly every single rye that I've picked up off the shelf. I'll agree with you entirely on that. Like, and we have a few. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm thinking like Willett Family Estate Wilderness Trail in the four year range. Those are phenomenal ryes. Uh, good. No, keep going, because I'm going to ask you oh. to grab something after this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, in the 10-year range, um, there's the Redemption 10-year and uh, Whistlepig. Uh, we have an 11-year store pick. Those are phenomenal for what they are. Do we have a 6-year Whistlepig as well? Oh, Farmstock, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also 100% rye from Alberta. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you're going to have me grab? No, but I want you to grab that, and I want you to grab the other Alberta, the Alberta Dark. Oh, that, that's an odd choice, but okay. It is an odd choice, but <clears throat> I want to see if it has similar flavors. I, I'll, I'll definitely grab it because for you. Because <laughs> what's more, I mean, seriously, what's, the, we, we don't have a single thing that is a rye that's this old. The, mm, we've got close-ish. In what capacity? Um, the Whistlepig pick that we have is an 11-year Alberta. Yeah, but... And we have... A lot can happen in another seven years. Um, we've got the Crown Royal. 16 year. I don't mind doing a little sampling of that. Yeah, grab the 16 for the Crown Royal. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, so he brought over the 16 year old Crown Royal, which I'm assuming we've given samples to people. Uh, a couple of people have gotten samples, yes. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, I don't think we've drank that much of it. No, but I've used it in various projects. Yeah, okay. And he brought over just the budget, budget, budget Whistlepig piggyback. Which is also a 100% rye whiskey from Alberta. Um, the Crown Royal is a 90% rye from Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll start with the... What happened with Alberta over the course of 12 years of additional aging. I mean, the nose is pretty similar. There's a lot of similar notes, but without the barnyard funk, mm -hmm. or barn door funk. 
that old wood. I'll be damned. You could taste. You could taste how young it is. You can. So but, the piggyback is arguably a bit sweeter. It doesn't have as much oaky influence. No. Um, but you lose a lot of the apple and the, the anise. Yeah. But the rye spiciness. Like if you're just wanting something that tastes a whisper similar, go for the budget piggyback whistle pig because. Well, fuck, it's just a younger version of the same damn thing. He's walking away, and while he's walking away, I'm gonna open up the... You do that. Oh! <laughs> the crown. No. No. I didn't think it was going to be similar flavored. No, no. But the age is what that's about. It's gonna be thin, because of the proof. I recognize that. <laughs> That'll be another day. That is genuinely trash compared to what we're drinking. I mean, okay, how about this? So I brought over a Whistle Pig store pick that is, I believe it's 11 years old. It's 10. They're all labeled as 10, but they are sometimes older than that. Yeah, it's the um, the single barrel rye. So it's a single barrel rye. It is cask strength at 118 proof. It's and also... This isn't... I don't think this is Alberta, is it? It is. You sure? Yeah, um, Todd told me that when I bought it. Okay. I, I asked him whether it was MGP or Alberta. Okay, no, this the, is. The two sources of... Yeah, this is. The... Uh, whiskey from... Or for Whistlepig. No, I don't... Like, like, go back to that now? I personally think that the... As silly as it sounds, the six-year... It's a little bit closer than the store pick. I think it's an interesting progression to go from 6 to almost 12 to 18. Yeah. Um. Alright, really, so... I guess what... There's, there's not a lot that's going to compare to the 18 Lock, Stock, and Barrel, but if you want to get a modicum of close ish just get something from the whistlepig line um i dare say um if your store has a store pick for whistlepig 15 year the single oak estates while we have not personally had them they are normally sourced from alberta and somewhere between 15 and 18 years old depending upon what they're able to actually get and that's probably going to be the closest you're going to reliably get something similar to Lock, Stock, and Barrel 18, because it What's was... What's the damage on a bottle like that, though? Uh, 150 to 200. I mean, like, so it's similar. It similar is. animal. Um, but the Lock, Stock, and Barrel 18 <clears throat> was discontinued. They, oh, okay. They did uh, a small batch run of it, and that was it. Um, there's another whiskey made by the same people as Lock, Stock 18, um... It begins with an H, and I would butcher the hell out of the name because I swear I have a bit of dyslexia, but it's like Hlockshires or something like that. <laughs> it, it's a 16-year rye made by the same people, so if you just type 16-year rye H, or, you'll find or it. Or 16-year rye RJ Cooper and Sons. That's a better way to search for it. Yeah. I'm... 
For someone who's in the tech industry, you have like the shittiest ability to Google things. I have a very specific set of skills for Googling things, just not normal things that your average person <laughs> will do. If you need something figured out and solved that's technical, I can get that in no time. <laughs> He's Googling. I'm having you pronounce it. I'll try. There you go. Uh, Hochstatters. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's Hochstatters. H-O-C-H-S-T-A-D-T-E-R-S. Hochstatters. And same people, 16-year rye, um, same source, and that is one of the most critically acclaimed rye whiskeys I have ever come across. Um, and that is on my list of eventually getting. And I'm seeing it on various sites for 200... 200-ish. 200-ish. So yeah. same price range. Um, I personally plan to drop 200 on it shipped. Yeah, Total Wine, wherever it's actually available, has it for 200 flat. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I trust the, the people who source and bottle this... So it, it, I think 200 is probably worth the Yeah, it's it's the other fa- one. it's fair to say if you've got the expendable cash and you want to treat yourself bottle and you like rye mm-hmm. and funky adventures this is your go-to. Yeah. Okay. I I think this pretty much covers it. Yep. All right. Uh with all that being said, we hope that you have a great start of your year. We hope that 2021 is arguably just a teensy bit better than 2020. And there's no, hey, 2020, hold my beer moments for 2021, though I have a feeling I mean, we've already had one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't get worse. Agreed. With all that being said, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. You can also contact us at bourbon... Stuff. stuff. Oh, I forgot our. G- uh, oh, you can also contact us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com, and one of us will always be around to answer that for you. You uh, can share our link with anyone who you think may uh, benefit from it or simply enjoy it. And if you feel like supporting us, you can do so directly through the channel. I'm just mucking this all up, so I'm putting so it over to E. You can support us either by listening to us sharing our podcast with people who you think might enjoy it, or donating it any way that you see fit. There you go. And <laughs> I never do that, and I knocked it out of the park first try. Thank you very much. <laughs> and with that, remember, people, that flying mongooses are something we need to be on the lookout for. The ocean and volcano of Ohio are coming soon. And <laughs> all whiskeys, even Old AF rye whiskeys are meant to be shared. P.S. Fuck 2020. 2021. It will have won.